Hello and welcome to Spirit Life Applied, episode 14. Today's title is Rooted in Love. Spirit Life Applied is a ministry of Spirit Life Church in Abilene, Texas. You can find us on the web at www.spiritlifechurchabilene.com or look us up on our live Facebook uh, settings on Sundays. We put our, our Sunday morning service on Spirit Life Church Abilene on Facebook. So we're looking at Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14 through 19. It says, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. We're going to look today in a little bit different way than I have before uh, through these verses. And we're going to pick up in verse 16. He's basically saying in verse 14 and 15 that I'm praying this prayer for you. And in verse 16, it, he starts to tell what his prayer request is. So let's look at that verse. It says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. In the Amplified, it says, May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself, indwelling your innermost being and personality. So how do you get strength? It says here, it's by the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but I need God's strength. I need His ability, His um, confidence that He gives me, the uh, fortitude that, that gives me the resolve that helps me to walk through circumstances that might seem difficult and to carry on uh, and do what is right in the midst of uh, a crooked and perverse generation. We're living in a time when wickedness is everywhere, and there's so many things that are being clouded that uh, used to be, you know, absolute truth, and and we could look and see what black and white, you know. But now there are so many areas that uh, the enemy has come in and tried to confuse mankind. But the Bible is still the same. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we need strength in this day and time. And how do we get it? It's through the Holy Spirit. And we find here that the context of this scripture is talking about having the love of God. And you know how that love comes? It comes uh, by the Holy Spirit. Romans 5, 5 says, Now hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. In the King James it says, shed abroad in our hearts. So when the Holy Spirit comes in, He puts the love of God, He pours it into us. And there's nothing more powerful than love. Love is the power that uh, caused 
God to send his son. For God so loved that he gave. It was the motive behind what he did for us. God is love. And there's so much power to be tapped into when we have an understanding. Through the Holy Spirit, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are strengthened and we are uh, given an infusion of the love of God. So if you need strength today, I encourage you, call on God and ask Him to fill you with His Holy Spirit. He's not going to withhold any good thing from those who ask. It says in Luke eleven thirteen, if if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Do you need strength today? Call on God and ask Him to fill you with His, his Holy Spirit. That's the key. So the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit gives us strength. In Acts 1, 7 through 8, it says, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. He gives us power to witness when we receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. In Jude 1, 20 through 21, it says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So there's two things I see here. It says, build yourself up on your most holy faith. That means strengthen yourself. It means to uh, give yourself the boost that you need by praying in the Holy Spirit. There is such a power when we just let go and let God and begin to pray in the Spirit, we will find ourselves strengthened and we will find ourselves infused with the love of God and causing us to uh, experience all that He has for us. That's the way it works. So I encourage you, once again, get full of the Holy Spirit. Build yourself up. For those of you who haven't prayed in the Spirit for many days or weeks or months or even years, God is not going to withhold that from you if you'll ask Him to fill you and give you a new revelation of who He is and the love that He wants to put in your heart. You know, we need to... To understand that this love that He wants to put in our heart is a place of strength. And He wants us to have that love with, within us. Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like, like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So not only do we need to have the love of God in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, but we also need to recognize that our love for God 
should be the foundation of our lives. He's he's praying over Paul is praying over the Christians of that time and now, even now, that we would have this infusion of God's love, that the strength of the Holy Spirit would be there. And because we love God, that is the foundation of our lives. Jesus said that our love and our commitment to serving Him and then to serve others is is the whole basis of all the law and the prophets. It's the whole um, bottom line to Christianity. It's it's knowing that hey, God's loved me and I love Him back with all of my heart, with all my soul, all my mind. Think about that. Are you loving God today with with everything in you, all your heart, soul, and mind? Are your thoughts uh, full of the love of God? Is there is there a discipline that you bring to your mind that you cast down the imaginations and the thoughts that exalts themselves against the knowledge of God? Are you are you walking in that discipline? Let's move on to to verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. In the Amplified, it says, may Christ through your faith actually dwell or settle down, abide, make his permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. So you're rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. You know, there is a security that comes that many people don't realize what how much God's love can do for them. In 1 John 4, 18 through 19, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. So there is no insecurity where God's perfect love is. There's no fear. So fear is is feeling insecure. It's feeling threatened. All of these things. Have you struggled with fear? Then you need a revelation of God's love. How do you get that? by the Holy Spirit. Once again, we come back to praying for God to fill us with His Holy Spirit so that we can have a revelation of His love and then in turn, God does a work in us that gives us an amazing confidence and a place of security that we're not threatened by anything and we're not controlled emotionally, physically, or spiritually by any outside source except Him. And that puts us in a place that brings us uh, into a a healthy place, a a place where we can grow, a place where we can learn, a place where we can love others. So many things that are foundational for our success in life is found right here in this scripture. And it says in verse 18, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height 
to know the love of God, Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. We're rooted in love. And then he says, so we can understand what's the width, height, depth. You know, in, in uh, the Amplified, it says that you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience of that love. What is the breadth and length and height and depth of it? that you may really come to know practically through experience by yourselves, for yourselves, the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge, without experience, that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, may have the rich, richest measure of the divine presence and become a body who wholly filled and flooded with God himself. You know, I love the fact that he teaches, uh, he uses the word rooted in love because it's a, a strong um, understanding when we think about how a seed goes into the ground and it springs, it dies, and then it springs forth a, a little bit of life and that life grows and the roots begin to grow at the same time a little sprout will spring up and the roots begin to grow down deep from that seed and that plant is established and that is how you and I are we're like that little seed that falls into the ground we die to ourselves, and we give up control and we say God if you don't if you don't uh, fix me, I can't be fixed. I need to be born again. I need Jesus. And Jesus comes in. He brings life. And that life begins to sprout up and down and out. And he says, what is the width and length, depth and height? So God's love grows vertically and horizontally. The width to me, it's it's means that it grows wide and it encompasses all the world. In His plan of redemption, it immerses us in a love and a compassion for the lost. It's all inclusive. That's how wide His love is. It says for the whole world. There's no prejudice in God's love. So that's how wide it is. To comprehend the width of his love. That's what it means to me. Is, is He is so vast with how much he loves us and who he loves. All the world. He didn't leave anybody out. He's all inclusive. And it says the length. So you can comprehend the length. To me that's the everlastingness of God. Um his love will never run out. His his love is everlasting. He's also faithful. He's always with us. He doesn't walk away from us. He's consistent. He's there all the time, waiting patiently in line. He's there. He's waiting for you. He's constant. He's he's a constant companion. 
It's us that gets indifferent and cold and walk away and become inconsistent in our walk. But he doesn't ever leave us. That, to me, speaks of the length that it's everlasting. He's always mindful of what we're going through. He's, he's ever conscious and aware of our needs, and he sees us where we are. He knows where you are today. He knows what you're going through. He's touched with the feelings of your infirmities, the Bible says. And he was tempted in every way, just like us, but yet without sin. And he has made a way of escape from every temptation. If we'll call on him, he's right there. And then it says the depth. It goes, the love of God goes down deep to establish us in a state of security. Remember we said, we talked about the scripture that, or read the scripture in, from First John, that perfect love casts out all fear. Think about this. If you have fear, you're being tormented, and you are, lo- are losing sight of the love of God. Because when you understand the love of God, how much He loves you, there's a security that comes that brings mental health that declares that you have confidence in Christ, that if you ask anything according to His will, He hears you, and He's able to complete His work in you. The, all the insecurities and the behaviors that those insecurities brings can be crowded out of your life. When you have a revelation of the love of God in you and how much He loves you, you find yourself a new identity And you realize that I am a daughter or son of the king of all kings, the Lord of all lords, the master of the universe. I have a connection here that gives me power and authority in the kingdom of God. And there's nothing that can harm me that doesn't go before the throne of God. And I am in a place of security that says my confidence and my uh, well-being is in Him and Him alone. That Nothing can shake that, that from me. Nothing can separate me from the love of God, not tribulation or distress or trials of this life. Nothing can separate me from that. And so, therefore, I am secure. And that gives me the confidence and the mental health that keeps me from being brought down to the low places that Satan would like to torment me me with. Wow. There's such a powerful truth there that we could go on and on about that particular state. But so much of what we experience in this world has to do with fear and insecurities. And when we have a revelation of God's love and who we are in Christ— in Him. Remember, this, this whole letter talks about the fact that we're in Him, in Christ. And so the theme of what He's teaching us is to dwell in that. Have that revelation of God's love. I encourage you today, if you are struggling with fear, that anything that you're afraid of, God has the power to give you a security that causes you to get the victory over that and overcome that insecurity and that feeling that Satan is trying to bring. Satan is the one who brings fear. 
God's not that author of that confusion. He doesn't bring fear. He brings faith and he brings love. And that love brings security. So that's the depth of God's love. To me, that's what it is. It represents that strong, secure place in him that holds me when the winds and the rains and the storms of life hit me. If I have the depth of God's love revealed inside of me, there will be an inner strength that causes me to hold on with a grasp that is rooted deep and founded upon the love of God. The last part of that is what is to comprehend the height. And to me, that, that's the, the love that soars high above the despondency of this world. It causes us to dream dreams and have visions and believe in a, an awesome future. And it causes us to uh, produce branches and fruit in the, for the world to seek out and to find refuge in. Because we become strong people that are rise above, and we stand up and we shine, and our branches are strong, and they can come, and they can find refuge in our lives because we offer a hope and a salvation that can transform their lives. So that's the height. It gives us the ability to recognize the reality that the height of heaven will be obtained because of the blessed hope that increases daily in our life. As we become more and more filled with His Spirit, aware of the love of God, the blessed hope of heaven to come is increased in us. And we purify ourselves daily because of it. And it causes us to stand strong and have a height that soars above the circumstances of this life. We may be, have all kinds of problems on every side. But the Christian that is rooted and grounded in love can stand up and hold their head up and still worship and praise God in the midst of the storm. It's not that, you know, we are uh, better than, but it's because we have access to Him who is better than anything in this world. It's not by might or power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. That is the way that we understand. Through the power of the Spirit, we have this revelation of God's love. It's shed abroad in our hearts. And the more we understand about it, the more we comprehend what's the depth and the height and the width and the length of who he really is. His character is more revealed the, the more we understand about this love. I just really feel like we need to hone in on being rooted and grounded. Everything we do in life as a Christian, everything we do needs to come from the foundation of love. If it doesn't come from the foundation of love, then it'll be filled with all of the filth of the flesh, the motives won't be right. And therefore, we can slide into the devices of the enemy because we're not well balanced. We become prey to Satan's attacks. 
And when we, we lose sight of the love of God, we will end up doing things that are out of the wrong motive and heart. And we will find ourselves lost. God help us to stay rooted in love. If you read 1 Corinthians 13, it will give you the perspective on how important it is to walk in love. How that when we do any good work, if it's not founded in love, it means nothing. It's a, you're like a clanging symbol, the, the scripture says. So I encourage you to read 1 Corinthians 13 and to look and do a study on the love of God. It says in the last part of that verse that become we would become holy filled and flooded with God himself. In the New King James it says filled with all the fullness of God. Now who has the fullness of God? In Colossians 2, 9 and 10 it tells us, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. That's Jesus is talking about. In him, Christ, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him, who is the head of and all principality and power. So the answer is as simple as this. How do you let the fullness of God be shown in your life? You, you do it by letting Jesus live big in you. Because in Jesus dwells all the fullness of God. It's being consciously aware of what he wants us to do in every situation. You remember the, the old um, acronym, WWJD, what would Jesus do? Well, as a new, a new discipline, we need to, to learn to, you know, we'll develop this over time to, to let God... Um, put in us what what it is we need to do in each situation we have an awareness that okay what would jesus do here you know how would jesus want me to act we're not going to think of this every single time none of us are perfect but the the more disciplined we come we become in having this attitude of what would jesus want me to do in this situation we will find ourselves growing and maturing to the place that we produce fruit, fruit of the Spirit, and fruits of good works, both. We will have love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, patience, kindness, meekness, and we will exemplify these characteristics, and we will also do things that out of that love. We don't get the cart before the horse we don't try to do good works to make ourselves good. We do them because we love God and love others. And that love has been shed abroad in our heart. It's the seed springing forth life, producing in us all for the glory of God. And when we allow that to happen, it's a supernatural act, but it's supernatural. It's the natural thing that comes from the divine in you, God in you. God revealed in you is when you become the characteristics of Christ and the works of Christ. When they are carried out towards others, then that love is proven to be rooted 
in your life, and the fruit of it comes out by your actions, your attitudes, and others see, and it glorifies God. I hope this teaching has blessed you today. It's really, um, I feel like I can't ever do it justice. Like it's, it's so rich and true and so much, uh, importance. There's, there's not much more important subject that I could teach you other than having the love of God in your heart because it's the foundational teaching of what God did for us. He, he gave his son so he could show us the love that he had for us. And we love him because he first loved us. It's the message of the gospel uh, practically applied. We, we want to apply. Spirit life applied is about applying what we read and putting it into practice in a very practical way. I hope you will take this lesson and ask God as you're going about your day. You may be, you know, working or doing errands or taking care of children or helping your family, whatever it is you're doing. Ask God, what would you have me to do in this situation? Ask Him to fill you with His Spirit so that the love of God will come forth in, in all that you do. So that what you do will be done out of love and not out of any other motive. Because that's when God is glorified and the purity of the gospel comes forth in your life. May the Lord bless you and keep you and go with you and keep you through these days of trying times that we live in. But know that there's so much, so much rich truth in God's word that can bless you and lift you up out of the uh, mundane activities of your life and give you new, incredible strength. May the Lord be with you. God bless you today.